Welcome to the Business Launch Podcast. Join us as we get up close and personal with savvy entrepreneurs. Let's explore their business journey and how they navigated challenges and reached their goals. I'm your host, Carlos Simonio. Okay, I am here today with my guest, Marcus Solorio. He's actually my older brother, someone who's built a highly successful business song by helping people in the dance communities and in the crypto space. Is I'm extremely excited to introduce you to him, Marcus Solorio from MAS Music Presents. Or I mean, he's got a few businesses. Yeah. Welcome to the Business Launch Podcast. Hello, thank you for uh, having me. I appreciate you. Thank you. What's up, guys? Yeah. Yeah. Marco is one of those people that I know pretty much all my life. He knows, he knows me pretty much all my life. And um, we've, I think he's the only one who's known me apart from my parents who's seen me grow and seen me do things and it's good to actually finally dig deep in what you've done because in the past 10 years you've jumped to different businesses and um, been successful in the dance community space and now in the crypto space i'm just looking at things what events what was your life like before starting business let's go with your start with hoop dreams first once upon um, a time not long ago no i'm just kidding Look, I, my family and I migrated from the Philippines back in 1989, and I ended up studying high school here in Sydney, and I moved to Canberra with my family, with Carlo here, and I studied at the Australian National University to grab, uh, to, to finish a degree in commerce, accounting, and economics. But before that, I think b- before I even finished uni, I think I was already into events because we were part of a youth group called Youth for Christ. And some of the camps that we participated in had a big influence in my career. And moving forward after uni, I didn't really like accounting. It really sucked. Yeah, it's just, not, I'm not cut out to do a nine to five job. And that's probably not your typical thing to do. We were taught have a stable job, work nine to five, provide for your family, but it just really wasn't my thing. And I found ways to be creative because I always wanted to do basketball business. And just like my whole family were into basketball, I had to find a way to to create. So I wrote a newsletter and I connected with the Sydney Kings, one of the teams that we love. I remember going to the Sydney Kings games and we're actually going to every seats, handing out all the newsletters yeah. for the pregame. That was probably the first big break that I did. So before before Hoop Dreams, which is my company, yeah, I was studying, I was uh, creating activities and events with my youth group. And then when I graduated, that's when I created my own business, Hoop Dreams. Hoop Dreams. Yeah. It's, I think you've... You pivoted from the basketball events or trying to get through the basketball events and then you jumped in to start doing dance actually no you did not. And, uh, you did some talent you brought some talent over here in australia look I, right. I started it off thinking of becoming a big time producer I, I wanted to do events i think that was the thing i wanted to do i just had to figure out what kind of events would be 
financially viable and something that I would enjoy. Because all the things that I've ever done, I love doing it. I'm passionate about it. Basketball, producing shows and concerts, to dance competitions, to doing talks and all that. From basketball, I shifted to doing club events. I did a three-on-three comp. I did club parties with my my cousins. And, uh, and then I had a youth concert where I flew in an artist from the Philippines and I, it bombed. I lost eight thousand dollars. It was one of the that, one of one of the life lessons that you learned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what I found, what I learned from that is, you need to surround yourself with the right people who believe in you, who believe in your vision, and at the same time, be relentless. Don't give up just because you failed. Doesn't mean you you got to stop there. So from there, I pivoted and the I said, what do I want to do? I lost eight thousand dollars in May 2002, because I remember it, May 31. And then my brother, this guy, joined- <laughs> I actually entered joined, a competition. Joined the dance competition, and it's like all Filipinos. So I said, why is it just that? Where's the diversity? So that, that gave me the idea of creating a multicultural dance competition, not just for Filipinos, all different nationalities. We're based in Sydney. After three months of planning, I dropped that first event called Groove, which eventually became World Supremacy Battlegrounds, WSB. And the rest, as they say, is history. So it's yeah. been 20 years of, of hip hop. Has it been that long? Dance. 20 it's years. 2002. Yeah. 2002. It's 2022, wow. guys. How many, how many countries is WSB in right now? We've been across six continents already. But the main countries that participate include Philippines, Singapore, Australia, obviously, New Zealand, Indonesia, Thailand, Solomon Islands, and Africa. In your finals, WSB finals, you were getting a few thousand on the actual yeah, pre, events itself. Pre-COVID, we would get maybe 6,000 people over three, four days. So that was pretty good. There are a lot of people that are into hip hop and street dance because the the culture has become a global phenomenon and that's i love hip hop i embrace the culture that's why it's easy for me like when i create events or projects especially events even if i don't get paid i don't mind as long as i'm enjoying it because if you're not enjoying it it's just a job no and i always think of that i have three things that i always think of whenever i create events Am I leading, am I empowering, and am I inspiring? So those are, yes. every time I create something, I have to think of those things and I have to tick those boxes before yeah. I carry on with the project. Yeah? Yeah, now you've had a successful hip-hop business, hip-hop dance business. Yeah. Fast forward to 2020, we got hit. The whole world got hit with COVID. Yep. And... All of a sudden, your your money maker or your event start stop. Yeah, pretty pretty much hit a brick wall, and the business stopped overnight in March 2020. So that was also good because it allowed me to look at my health, not just physical, but also the mental health. Because I was Doing long hours. I was quite worried, anxious about. Uh, I don't have an event. What am I gonna do? I guess just like everyone else. We had to figure out a way to to pivot and to earn, and that was really hard. Just not just for myself, but for the entertainment industry altogether. Even though people tried to do virtual, it just wasn't the same. But it allowed me 
to explore online opportunities. And that leads to what happened to me last year, where I got into the crypto space. You actually hit pretty much a home run in your first go with in the crypto space, not just trading, it's actually in the crypto gaming space. So tell us more about that. Yeah, so we, we thought we were already past COVID. So around January last year, sorry, January last year, I started doing events all the way to June. And then from July till about October, I already rolled out everything. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm back. We're back. And then uh, we hit a lockdown in July. And that, that made me really anxious because I was like, man, not again. And so I was home that month thinking what to do. I caught up with my old friend, Morris June, the founder of Justice Crew. and said, hey, why don't we do something online? You might, you might like that because we're both home anyway. So we found this guild called YGG. It's a crypto gaming guild. It's like an association of gamers. And we said, maybe we should copy this particular company because they're earning tokens and they're getting a lot of people to participate and play games. And so we did. So we created Crypto Gaming United. In the first week in August, we launched it. Our One of our partners, the investor, Sergey Sergenko, said, do a proof of concept. If it works, good, we'll fund it. If it doesn't work, move on to the next. So that's what I found in the crypto space. If you, it moves really fast and you only give it like maybe three, four weeks. And if it doesn't work, skip it, move to the next. No? And that's what I learned from him. So that first week, I said to one of my talents, I'm a talent manager as well. I said, do you play this game called Axie Infinity? And he said, yeah, yeah, I'll play. But I don't know the rules. I said, oh my God. So I said, you, if you do really good, everything will open up. I, not that I knew how big it was going to be. But if you fail, then we don't get paid. So that first day, he earned 150 tokens. It was Wait a sec, how did you fund him to play? Because it's you have to be able to... Oh, Surge gave us like some cash to, to buy a few to... NFTs. Not okay, maybe cool. $10,000, just initially. Okay. And then it worked. So that first week, because it worked, the investors gave us a million dollars. To, to start buying NFTs. And so off we go. We start buying, start promoting. I didn't know what an NFT was. So the NFT has got to have a utility, but for this particular utility of the NFT, you get to play the game and earn token. No? So it was so successful. After four weeks, we got another $5 million from another investor. So we kept buying. And my job in this space is because I'm a promoter. I was allowed to build the community and grow it. So I got it, I got it up to about 102,000 at the very peak. 102,000, um, wow. And that's in a Discord, no? So for those that are in, aren't into Discords, it's just a way of communicating as well. Yeah. And then nine weeks later, so August, September, October, we got another $10 million. And then... The investor. Yeah, from another team of investors from Dubai. And our partner said, we're launching our own token. I said, how, how does it work? He said, don't worry, we got this. Just keep doing what you're doing. I said, so by the time it launched, the token value, I guess the overall company, went from uh, zero to $2 billion overnight. Ooh. Yeah, so that was... Not, not bad. That was pretty amazing. Not bad. For yeah, it was amazing because 
Uh, I've never experienced anything like it. Uh, I, I do events. I, I fund my own events. You know, so you go from one event to another, you just roll over the money. But in this space, there's a lot of capital from different investors. Crypto is king, no? And so just from that experience, I said, wow, this is incredible. And I got a phone call at 2 a.m. in the morning, you know, the day we launched our uh, token, the CGU token. I got a call from Sergey, and he said, I said, what does this mean? $10 million. It says, he said to me, welcome to crypto. I said, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, so that, as a founder of a guild, you don't, you're not allowed to cash out straight away because that would be called a rug pull or a scam. But just to see how much money you can earn just from tokens or from NFTs, I was like blown away. I'm like, oh my God, this is incredible. No? Yeah. All right. So it's like from not, you didn't invest any money in the business. Um, the you? investment for us is the sweat equity. So we were the ones working on the ground and the guys, Mark Carnegie and Sergey and Raman were the ones wheeling and dealing with investors. In the back, they were the one doing the back end deal. Yeah, and Morris and I were, were at, at the front, the forefront of it. Yeah, excellent. So it's pretty much you grew a guild from zero. Yeah, looked at a different business model from the what was it? Y YGG. GG, and then replicate similar to yeah. What they were what, doing. What's good about to do better, what we did? We were able to onboard gamers, just normal people looking for opportunities because they're all in lockdown as well. So while we were yeah. learning about the game and how to promote it and how to bring people, the people at home from third world countries, emerging countries, were also trying to find a way to earn. So they were home stuck and they all they were all hearing about Axie at the time. So they were learning the game and joined us. We brought people from South Africa, South America, Asia, obviously from the Philippines, just emerging nations that are looking for opportunities. People with time, yeah. we found them and they earned with us, which is what's so good about Web3. It's not just us, the founders who earn, but it's the whole community. So that's what's, that's what's so amazing about this thing. Yeah. It's, so, it's excellent. It's excellent. A few questions I, I wanted to get through anyway, yeah. so that the business so now the CGU, you're the founding member of the CGU. Yeah. You've pivoted again to what you're actually doing now. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah, I finished up with the CGU in March this year. It was, and why? It was a tremendous experience. Why? I think I just wanted to create my own project. Like what I said, I'm not used to working for other people as well. I'd rather take the lead and then add people into my team. So that... That allowed me to explore. So I went to LA, I went to Miami, I went to Manila because the borders were already open. And I just wanted to see what else was outside a guild. And that really, really opened my eyes when I went to LA and Miami, where I attended these NFT conferences, people creating NFTs, people creating decentralized finance projects, Web3 projects, where I met NBA players, NBA stars, also actively participating in the space. So that, I guess, the, a lot of money. 
that, that was that was also an opportunity for me to network with different people. That brought so many connections in those three cities. And I guess as a community builder, the most important thing in NFT or Web3 projects is the community. Without it, it doesn't work. And It's like yeah. driving traffic to the actual business. Yeah, itself. so I, I'm the community builder. So I realized I can use event promotional skill set, marketing skills into this sort of space. So for the people who... Nice. We're looking for opportunities. If you have a sales or marketing experience, this space is just perfect for you guys. If you're a creator, if you're a graphic designer, an illustrator, a developer, man, this is just, yeah, yeah, so many things you can do. Yeah. That's awesome. I know that there's a lot of things that's happening in the crypto space and we had a bit of a crash. I think the market crashed a little bit. The thing about that, the thing about that is the dip pretty much got rid of people that are not fully invested not fully invested in yeah. the space so it weeded out the fake ones and whoever is left will continue building so what's happened is since i left that guild i've moved on and created coinchella which is i guess nice. the web3 part of, of my business i've got a label called mas music group which we've got an agency and we got music creators so what i guess what i want to do is onboard more creators into the space, onboard the dance community, the hip-hop, basketball community that I work with, awesome. and create NFT projects. And so at the moment, I'm in about four projects. One of them is a, I'm a community builder for Manny Pacquiao, the the boxing icon from the Philippines. Yep. Uh, I've got an event, an, a Web3 conference next year with Genesis Matrix, this fund. I've got the W. Where are they? They're based in, in Sydney. And Sydney. I've got the WSB dance community. I'm creating my own NFTs. Coachella is in charge of that. And I've got a potential tour with two amazing basketball heads, possibly a partnership with the Adelaide 36ers and Kai Soto, and a deal where I get to tour Lakers, LA Lakers assistant coach Phil Handy, to Southeast Asia next year. Excellent. So Singapore, excellent. Manila, and probably Malaysia. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. So there's a lot of projects that's in the pipeline for yeah, you ready to I have go. to integrate all the Web3 crypto experiences that I've done. So I can't go back to doing the same events again. I have to integrate both because I'd really rather stay in the Web3 than go back to what I used to have, no? It's just more exciting, a lot, a lot more opportunities, and everyone is collaborative here in this space. Yeah, it's it seems like it's everyone seems to be helping each other in this space. Yeah, no, it's super exciting. So, question about yourself: What event in your life made you decide that you're going to go into the the crypto space once everything went? I think we did some a lot of events on the Discord, virtual events. And that gave me an idea of putting together more activations, more events in the Web3 space. So we were doing a lot of AMAs, Ask Me Anything, Q&A. So all those things we were doing online, I was doing that for six months. And that's why transitioning from virtual to in real life personal events, it took me two months to get my head around it because it's just, it was just not the same. So the dance competitions will be online. Soon. Uh, I, I think I'm the idea for that is to create the in real life events. 
But the virtual side, we want to show them not just a live stream, but in the metaverse. So we want to put nice. put all the dancers to come in and create in the space, showcase in the metaverse, and find more opportunities to create here. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be, a, it's still early day, early days yeah, for it's, you. For it's this. for anyone and everyone who's exploring to come in, it's still early. It's very early. Okay. How does Coinchella make a dent in the world for you? So Coinchella for me is a celebration of what's good about web, about the best things in crypto, NFTs, metaverses, and Web3. So it's not just trying to create a party, but you want to connect everybody and celebrate, keep everything positive, inspire each other, encourage each other, collaborate. So what I guess, so that's pretty much what I do. When I used to play basketball actively, I get more of a kick by giving someone an assist or making someone else better. That, that to me is pretty much what I am as a person and it translates to what I do in business. So that is what Coachella is about. Yeah. So what were the big wins for you early on that made you realize that this is really going to work for you, for your business moving forward? Making a lot of tokens, earning a lot of tokens was an eye opener. Obviously crypto has gone down, but seeing $30 million, I was like, wow, is this real? Seeing, seeing it in, on paper was amazing because I knew if this is my first project, in six months, imagine what I can do in the next few years by finding the right partners. No? Yeah. yeah. So I, I think that's a big win. Crypto Gaming United was just an amazing experience. The mentors I had there were just truly incredible. They're just yeah. amazing at what they do. And that being with them, picking their brain every day for six months, yeah, that just yeah, allows me to create and be excited even more to onboard more people in Web3. It's, it's coming really quickly. I think it's still early days. It's still not mature. It's similar to what Web 2.0 came in, but now Web3 is here. I think it's once everyone gets their head around it, things will accelerate as quickly as... Well, it, it's um, good because more anything. people get to win in Web3, not just the CEO, the... COO, not just, it's, it's the hierarchy has flipped. So at the top now is the community and everyone else like myself and the founders or the core group serve the community so that the community will end up dictating what kind of projects or direction we want to go. So that's so different from what we know. On the flip side, what events happened where you weren't sure that this business would survive, but you figured out a way to pull through, especially with everything else. Well, that's I, happening. that failed business in 2002 was a bit of a life lesson. An eye opener. I learned a lot from that. Not all my events make money. I had some events that, that bombed, some events that just barely made a profit. But some of the events that I think are really exciting that I think can cross over into the metaverse or in Web3 would be like a Kobe Bryant event that I attended in 2019 when he came to Melbourne. It's just a Q&A. Yeah. There was an interviewer, a moder moderator who talked to him and everyone yeah. just watched. No? 
So that kind of event, people paid $2,500 to attend the event. Now, right. yeah. there were 2,000 people there in the audience. It was never live streamed. So imagine doing a physical event like that, and then you stream that in a metaverse where hundreds of thousands of millions of people can even pay a fee to, to watch and experience. That's the kind of event yeah. I think that I want to create no? moving forward. And even dance competitions where you can be an avatar. Imagine that, an avatar yeah. dancing against, could be dancing in your room or against someone from Africa or Paris. How does, yeah. That's never going to happen in real life unless you everyone comes to you or you go to them. But in the metaverse, you can be anything you want and you can showcase you can do whatever you want anything. yeah yeah it's awesome i think it's really exciting with the metaverse coming yeah if you have you seen ready player one i think i saw a bit of it i haven't fully watched the uh, that watched the that movie. is the metaverse six years early yeah six years oh, early yeah. it's awesome what makes coinchella or stand out from other competitors that do you think? I think the skill set, because Coachella has three three arms. We've got an agency with a lot of talents and influencers. We create events, and we are we have a team that will build and create NFTs. So those nice. three things, I think, is what you need in a web community, where web three community that can be potentially be a, a successful venture. Yeah. The only thing yeah, we don't I have is enough capital, no? Enough but capital. I think that's coming. That's, yeah, that's it's coming. coming very soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Going forward, what big goals do you have for this business for the next three to ten years for you, for yourself? Uh, we want to collaborate and maybe onboard one hundred thousand creators in the space. I have about one hundred fifty thousand dancers that are part of my community, so. We want to maybe create projects for dancers, nice. artists, influencers, even athletes. We deal with Josh Giddy that I put together for CGU, and I would like to work with. It did really well. I would well. like to work with yeah. LeBron James. I want to work with Drake and DJ. Khaled. Just crossing over all these personalities that that I follow and admire, and also I want to create my own metaverse. It might be called. Marcone or Conchelaverse. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It'll be good to see all the potential athletes or potential celebrities come in the space yeah. or do things with you. So that'll be good. So LeBron, come hit him up. We're here. We're here waiting for you. Yeah. Okay. A fun question. If you recommend one book to all the folks, all the listeners out there, should read what should it be and why? i got a book for you that i pulled out and i really follow this guy because he is very different no i i like marketing and sales I, I like to promote as you guys know i'm an event creator so i met this guy i, I didn't meet him but he emailed me. i was wrapped his name is john spolstra the father of eric spolstra the coach of he so he, i actually bought two books ice to the eskimos and Marketing are outrageously. Same guy, but Ice to the Eskimos is just stories and ideas. If you can sell Ice to the Eskimos, can you imagine that?
So these are a couple of books that I like to read every now and then. I'd go back and if I need another refresher idea. Inspiration. Uh, on the music side, I'm reading Alicia Keys. Yeah. yeah. She's more, more myself, the... a journey. And I like Time Magazine board. Check this out. I bought this. I was thinking of On My Way to Adelaide last week. I was writing about that fashion show event that's going to be part of my competition yeah. in October. I was thinking into the metaverse is what I was going to call the fashion show. And then I w went, got off the terminal, went in a news agency, and the first thing I saw was this. Into the metaverse, Time magazine. <laughs> so I said, wow. oh my God, this is a sign. So I bought the magazine and my idea, ideas are aligning with what's going on in the universe. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. So God, God awesome. willing, I'm really happy that some things you can control, but other things you just leave it in God's hands. Yeah. 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 Excellent. Excellent. I think I'm from when I first, I think I've watched the growth of you, you yourself in your businesses over the years. I think you've tried many businesses yeah. and I think, I think to where you are now, I think it's like every business has taught you to get, learn. There's always life lessons to every business. That, where you I think are the now. biggest life, one of the biggest life lessons for me is you got, you don't have, you shouldn't have any regrets. No, I'd rather fail, do something and fail than think about it 10 years later and think, damn, I should have done that event or I should have tried this thing and that thing. Like I met. Jay-Z, I didn't go up to him and talk to him about business. In hindsight, I should have just talked to him and said, Jay, hey man, I love your music. Maybe we, let's collab and connect. Now I'm a lot more confident. I can talk to anyone and everyone just so we can make new friends and create opportunities. Well, future yeah, opportunities. Some things may happen like years yeah. later after you've built your friendship and rapport. Similar to what you did with Morris as well. Yeah, no, yeah. even with Coach Phil Handy, that's taken four years. It was four years in the making when Team USA came here. I reconnected with him after 14 years. So we might have a project as well with Patty Mills. So I'm just finding out what's happening over there. So again, for me as a marketer, events promoter, community builder, there's a skill that, that you need to be able to do that. And one of the things that you need is obviously communicate very well so i'm open to any ideas and i have an open mind when it comes to business excellent excellent if our listeners need to need help with metaverse or events or they have any questions for you how is the best way to for them to get in touch with you oh, hit me you? up on socials i'm available 24 7 i'm on instagram Facebook, Solorio, or you can co connect What's, with me on. Is that for what? Just your personal app, um, Marco Solorio? Their business and personal. Or you can hmm. check our website, masmusicpresents.com. So it's uh, MAS Music Group. You guys can connect. My email's there, my number's there. So I'm pretty yeah. easy to connect to. I'm happy to give advice, share knowledge, and open to any opportunity for people who are interested in creating in the Web3 space. Excellent, excellent. So I'll have all those, I'll have all your handles and show notes and I'll put the links to the books as well. So thank you again. 
Thank you, Marco, so much for being on the show. And for those listeners, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a comment wherever you're listening. That helps us to keep them keep making the show better and better. And also make sure you send Marco some love or some of your questions about anything from his events or the crypto space. So we'll see you next time on the Business Launch Podcast. Right. Thank you Thank for you. having me, Carlo. Okay. Bye. You've been listening to the Business Launch Podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes and come and visit our website at businesslaunch.agency. Thank you and have a great day.